Welcome to the Best Believe Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela. I know what it feels like to have my head submerged underwater, not knowing how I'll get back up again. It wasn't until I reached my hand out to Christ and started implementing His Word that I was able to move toward the journey of my dreams without the pain or overwhelm. This podcast is dedicated to helping you walk in your purpose, showing you that you aren't alone in your struggles, and that you can get unstuck and become the person God destined you to be in your faith, business, health, and life. You can expect mindset strategies, tips, and purpose-driven action to help you turn your crisis into opportunity. I'm here to show you there is purpose in your pain, and when you fall, I'll remind you that you are a warrior and you will get back up, no matter what season you're in. You aren't alone. Best believe we are going to get through this together. Welcome to the Best Believe Podcast. I am your host, Michaela. I was on the way to get my workout in. And the Lord spoke and said, nope, you're about to record this episode right now. So here I am being obedient, showing up. The other day he gave me a vision and this vision is very, very powerful. And this is what he wants me to share with you today. This vision involves two different point of views. The person who is leaning on him to guide them through a dark path. And then another person who is taking the easy way out, not focusing on him, but putting their focus and what is surrounding them and their focus on what is ahead of them. But before we get into this vision, I really want to thank every single person who has downloaded, held captive, The Path to Freedom. This is an ebook that is meant to take you out of your crisis and into a space of freedom in your mind, which means you're living in perfect peace, living in a perfect well-being. You're free from your fears. You're free from your trauma, free from your past, free from anything that is causing you to be in distress. And I'm so thankful that I'm able to give this and provide this for you for free. And if you're interested, go ahead and click in the show notes. I'll have the link for you to access this free ebook where you will also see that I am offering one-on-one mentorship calls now. These mentorship calls have been a blessing in my life and provide me so much fulfillment. I've already done a few. And within these calls, I was able to dig deep into what is going on in their lives and providing a tactical solution and tangible tips to help them work through it. So if this podcast or this ebook is not enough and you need personal guidance, personal discipleship, I would be more than happy to be that person for you. I am here for you and I'm here to remind you that you are not in this alone We are doing this together and you have grown with me through this podcast and I want to provide you the hope, provide you the belief that you can make it out of this dark place and into a season where no matter what is happening around you, you will not be affected because you're holding on to God's word and the purpose that he has for your life. Which leads me to the vision that the Lord gave me. And I'm super excited to go through this with you because when I saw it, I was just amazed because at one point I was the person who was so blinded by what was going on around them that they just never moved. 
And I believe that this is going to be very important and a visual representation of what some of you may be going through on either point of view. I want you to be able to see what I saw. I'm going to paint this picture as best as I possibly can. Imagine a mile long road. Of course, life is way longer and this represents life, okay? And in the middle of the road, there are thorns that are growing super, super tall. You can't go past those thorns other than to walk through them, right? And in the middle of the path where the thorns are, once they got to the center, there's a path leading them to take the easy way out, but this path has a dead end. So the person who is at the starting point of this journey, they have no idea what is happening because it is pitch black, it's dark, and this represents the season and the circumstance that they're going through, which gives you the background story of the two people that I'm going to share with you. And I wanna share with you about person number one, and then I wanna share with you about person number two. Person number one is someone who is surrounded by the dark path, surrounded by all of the trauma, all of the pain, all of the brokenness, all of the hurt, but is relying on God's word to bring them through. Every single step that they took, a light shined on that pathway to guide them through this darkness. So they were not worried about what was going on around them. They just trusted that wherever the Lord was taking them, that they were gonna be okay. As they started walking and they started feeling the pain of the thorns, every time that they got a scratch, it suddenly became healed. And this is very interesting to see because when you're walking with the Lord and you're going through a really dark season and you're going through all this uncertainty, not knowing how long the thorn season is going to last, but this person decided that they were not going to stay in the season of thorns and they weren't focused on the pain and the punches and all of the things that were coming their way, but focused on where the Lord was guiding them. And because their focus was on him, their wounds were healed as they walked. Every step they took, each scratch that hit them was instantly healed. And God was able to bring them out on the other side and this person was able to see the light again once they made it through those thorns. But when they first started, all it took was that trust, that trust that he was going to bring them through this dark season, through that uncertainty. And now I want to give you the point of view of the other person I saw, the other person I was able to see through the eyes of. And I was also able to see kind of like an eagle view of everything that was happening. And this is all happening simultaneously. I was able to see the first person and now I'm able to see the second person. Anyways, the second person, it took a while for them to start this path in the darkness. They were really scared. They, of course, were broken. There was a lot of uncertainty going on and they just kept getting attacked and they were just stuck in a place in their mind that caused them to not move forward. But instead of relying on God's word, to move them forward, they just started walking. There was nothing guiding them along this path. So they just kept tripping, they just kept falling, they just kept stumbling until they finally reached the area where the thorns were. And of course, thorns, they hurt. They are going to cause you to bleed. They're going to cause you 
to feel that internal pain that literally just won't go away because not only are you feeling it on the inside, now you're feeling it on the outside. And as this person is stepping through the thorns, they have no idea where they're stepping. And every single time that the thorn is scraping their skin, scratching them up, they are so focused on the pain that they're like, okay, I'm just not going to move any longer and just stay here because I cannot take this anymore. So instead of continuing to walk and move forward, they stayed in this season where the thorns are just sticking them and attacking them and making them bleed and making them hurt. And so they finally were like, okay, I'm going to try again. And they start taking steps and the thorns just start hurting and hurting and they're feeling around because they cannot see. And they noticed that there is a pathway through the side that they could take once they got to the center. And because they had no idea where they were going, this person decided to take that pathway that exited them out of the thorns. And as they walked on this path, they continued to stumble until it became easier and easier. And then realized, wow, I just hit a dead end and I can't walk any longer. Now I'm gonna have to go back the way that I came and go through those thorns again. And once they got back to the thorns, this person was in such agony from all of the previous pain that they're just thinking about what happened in the past, what happened the first time that they walked through those thorns. And because their mind is so focused on that, it took them a while to even go from this pathway to going back and walking through those thorns. And because they were so scared to start, they just stayed stuck. They stayed stagnant and they were unable to successfully make it out of those thorns into the side where the light was. And this is just a visual representation of what it looks like when someone is mentally oppressed, when someone is broken down to the point of wanting to die, someone who was like me, I literally was person number two at one point. I was so focused on all of the things, thinking about all the strength that was going to take to even get to the light. And I couldn't even see the light, which ultimately led me more scared, which gave me more doubts, which gave me more overwhelm because I was like, there's no way possible that I could do this. It wasn't until I started to use God's word, trust him, obey him, and allow myself to stay focused on where he was guiding me and taking me that I started to not feel the blows as much. That every time I walked through those thorns, he was able to heal me every single step of the way. And I've made it out on the other side. That doesn't mean that I'm not still getting blows but those blows don't affect me like they did before. Because I'm walking in the light, I'm able to discern and analyze and understand why I'm going through what I'm going through. And when things start to come my way, when I start to become attacked by the enemy, when I start to become attacked by people, when my mind starts to go backwards, I just keep my mind focused on him. And that's when I am fulfilled and become at perfect peace. There is a verse that says, keep your mind fixed on me and I will keep you at perfect peace. So as you're going through your storm, as you are going through your dark path, your dark season, when you keep your mind fixed on the Lord, when you keep your mind fixed on his words, 
his truth, that is your anchor because he is never going to change. He is going to bring you through that season when you don't have your own strength. I used to wake up every single day and put my hand on my heart and ask him, please give me the strength I need to get out of bed today. Please give me the courage that I need to get out today. I don't know what to do right now, but I trust you. And it took time for me to get to that point. But I also didn't have the guidance that I'm providing for you. I didn't have me back then. (laughs) So I'm so grateful that he's able to use me and that I was able to rely on him in that time of my life. But the thing is, he reveals to me often how he was always there. He always planted a seed some way, somehow. Whether it was while I was in the house and I started to see butterflies every time I was ready to die, that made me find something to live for because that made me smile. It actually made me happy. Whether it was being in Boston and the Lord providing me an angel to check on me, to make sure that I was eating, making sure that I was getting out of bed every day, randomly sending me a prayer when I hadn't been prayed over in I don't know how long, whether it was him planting this Bible of mine that I've had since 2008 that my Mima bought me to randomly show up in my darkest time. I didn't even know how it came with me to Boston. I had no idea it was even there, but I remember getting out of bed and seeing the Bible and being like, huh, let me just open this up. Let me just... Let me just see what it says and wherever it directs me. Let me just see what's going on, you know? And I remembered my Mima always telling me that Psalms was one of her favorite books. So I said, okay, I'm just going to randomly open it up in Psalms and see what it tells me. As soon as I opened it up, he led me to a verse that spoke to me. It spoke to my spirit. It spoke to my mind. It spoke to my whole entire body that I couldn't ignore that it was him talking to me. And in this verse, it talked about me not hardening my heart in this dark season and that he will handle the wicked. I don't have to worry about anything, but just to keep my mind focused on him. And I want to share a verse with you. Psalms 119, 105. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light unto my path. So as you move forward in this dark season, or maybe you're not in a dark season, but you're stagnant in where you are right now, think of this verse. Allow him to guide you on your pathway because we do not know what is ahead. We have no idea. So let's remove the worry. Let's remove the overwhelm and just embrace where our feet are. Let's not focus on all of the things that are happening around us, but instead focus on being thankful for what he's brought you out of, being grateful that you are continuing to show up for you every single day and thank yourself, congratulate yourself for doing the things that you need to do to move forward because you're tuning into this podcast 
that means you have some type of desire to get out of your crisis and go into the blessing that he has for you on the other side of this dark path. You have the capability to be an overcomer. If I can overcome, you can overcome. I am not the only one. The people that you look at and make it out of those tough places are not any more special than you. You also are able to make it out of this place and God is going to pull you out. Just hold on tight. Hold on real tight, I'm telling you. (laughs) Because you'll want to let go. You will want to let go, but there is no way possible I would ever do that. Because he literally provides me strength every single day, continued strength every single day. I tell him how I cannot do this without him. I need his help every single day because I know that there is a great anointing, a great purpose that he has for me and in my life. And I cannot keep up with this on my own. I pray that he provides me with the people that I need in this journey so that I can fulfill the purpose that he has over my life. And by me walking in this purpose, it's going to allow you to walk in yours. Because I said yes, that's going to encourage you to say your yes. Imagine the people you are going to inspire by making it out of this dark time just because you said yes. Is it your friends? Is it your family? Who is this person that one day you are going to be able to inspire based off of your testimony. You didn't go through this for nothing. You did not go through this for nothing. I'm telling you right now, there's a book inside of you. There's a course inside of you. There's a movie inside of you. There is something that is inside of you that hasn't been birthed yet. I want to give you two steps to help you start your path to freedom. Step number one is to recognize your crisis, recognize what is going on in your life that you're holding on to. What is a situation from your past that is hurting you to the depth of your core that you can't seem to move on from, that seems to affect every single thing you do, seems to affect every single relationship that you have? I want you to write down that memory that comes to mind and write down those feelings that come up when you start to analyze and assess those memories or those feelings of hurt or whatever it is that happened in your life, whether it's currently happening or else from your past. For example, when I started my path to freedom, I analyzed what was going on around me and what I was holding onto in that current season. But as I started to walk and move forward, I realized, wow, it's way more deep than what just happened. I went through this because I never healed from my past because of what happened in my childhood. So step number one, recognizing your crisis is going to initiate and start the process of your path to freedom. Number two is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior into your heart. And I go through those steps and exactly what to say in the ebook. Step number three is going to be forgiveness and repenting, forgiving yourself, forgiving God, and forgiving other people for whatever it is that happened. Because God loves you. 
He never wants to harm you. He never wants you to be in a place of hurt. But sometimes he allows things to happen so that you can truly find yourself and realize that we really need him throughout our life and to move forward. And a lot of the times we can blame him and use him as a scapegoat because of our own decision making. And I just want you to feel free from holding on to that anger because when you are holding on to unforgiveness, that really prevents you from actually living a life of peace, a life of freedom. Because at the end of the day, that unforgiveness is only hurting you. It's not hurting the other person. Most of the time, the person that you're not forgiving has moved on with their life and they're having a good old time and you're over there sitting sad, not fulfilled, hurt, in pain. But that's just because you're holding on to that unforgiving feeling. And because you've accepted the Lord into your heart, because you analyze that crisis, now as you're forgiven, you can give that burden to him and he will take it from you to where you don't have to worry about it anymore. You can walk and those chains are gonna be broken every single step of the way. And this is just a quick little summary of what held captive the path to freedom is going to be about. And these three steps are going to help you initiate that path to freedom, but this is not it. There are so many more steps that led me to where I am, but those are the first three that I felt like were really important to discuss and go over pertaining to the vision and the analogy that I was able to provide for you today. If you think about a seed, a seed that has a tree inside of it, but you don't know that until it's planted in the right environment. And what goes down must come up. So for this seed to flourish and become its beautiful masterpiece, it must be firmly planted into the ground to withstand the storms that come its way. And because of the firm foundation, it's able to go up and bear the fruit that others are allowed to utilize based off of doing the inner work, doing the work that nobody got to see, to be able to give unto others. What fruit are you carrying that you are able to give to someone else one day? I leave you with that food for thought. <laughs> that was a little catchy. Anyway, I leave you with that food for thought. I want to pray over you. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you give them the peace of mind that they need to continue to rely on you, rely on your word in this season of their life, whether it's a season of crisis, whether it's a season of stagnancy, whether it's a season of backsliding, whatever the season is, Father, I know that you are going to bring them through. I want all of you to grab your chest and grab something off you and throw it off like you're throwing away the trash because you're shedding off that flesh. You're shedding off your old thoughts, your old desires, and walking into the place that God has you destined to be. I pray that they recognize that they are carrying fruit inside of them. They are carrying a beautiful masterpiece that is there that they've always had but it just needs to be firmly rooted into the ground so it's not uprooted by the storm that comes their way. I pray that 
they know that they have me to rely on in this season, in this time. If they have absolutely nobody at all, Father, I pray that they seek you to fill those voids within them, knowing that when we seek other things for momentary happiness, it only leads to destruction and it only leads us to a dead end where we have to go back the way we came. So Father, in those moments, I pray that they remember this episode. I pray that they remember that you are their strength, that you are their fortress, and that they can make it through anything. Father, I thank you. I worship you. I love you. I thank you for your goodness and your glory and your forgiveness. I'm grateful that you use me to share what you need me to share. I'm grateful that you use me to express my testimony in hopes that someone who needs it is listening, even if it's just one person. I don't know who I'm talking to, but God had me show up today to provide you this message. This message that I received days ago. He told me today to release and record and make this episode. So for whoever needs this episode, hold on to it tightly and pray about it. Ask him to guide you. Say, Father, I accept you as my Lord and Savior and I trust in you. I accept you into my heart. I accept you into my mind and I believe that you are going to lead me in the right direction. I pray that you focus on where your feet are instead of focusing on where you're going. So Father, I pray, I continue to pray that you help them recognize that they are meant to be here, that they have a story inside of them and they have a purpose here on this earth. No matter what anybody else says, we don't need that external validity. All we need is that internal validity from you, Father. I pray that you watch over us as we continue in this journey called life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for tuning into the Best Belief Podcast. If you love this episode, share it with your friends. Let them know how much you loved it and how much it inspired you to keep moving forward in this journey called life. I'm rooting for you. Let's get in tune with Emmanuel the Prophet, a trap gospel artist that I love. Make sure you tell him I sent you if you love his music, and I'll make sure to drop it in the show notes. Let's get lit. The Holy Spirit on my leg rock. I eat my daily bread for the day, not no red rock. If I don't got the verse of the day, then my man's got it. It's something about the word called faith, my head got it. Woke up, made my bed, your bed sloppy. Preach the word in my new jigs, they did stop. Got on live, declaring the gospel, my fans got it. Hunting demons, I think they gon' hit me with manslaughter. I woke up and had to thank the Lord, cause I'm a living being. Eat my daily bread in the morning, but this ain't Jimmy Dean. God moving, prayer line longer than the limousine. You either hate one or love one, it ain't no in between. The Lord grabbed me out when I hate rock bottom. Now I'm at the top, I told the devil you can't stop now. He mad, he pissed, well, oh well, not my pride. He sad, he finna go to hell while I look down watching. You wanna change your life? Go to remedy. Wake up and give it to the Lord and not the enemy. You see the joy? That's the Holy Spirit that got in me. Can't be destroyed because I know big God gonna spend for me. Huh. What you speaking out your mouth? Better be life. Huh. What you teaching to these people? Better be Christ. Hit the block and I'm hunting for demons. Not gonna be nice. The people watching, they couldn't believe it. I'm gonna be fine. 
So they asked me how I changed, I said big God. They asked me do I read the word, I said big time. I used to ride around with lethal weapons, was a big nine. And now I'm prayed up and I'm protected, I got big God. Hey.